What's going on, everybody? We're back. The Crazy Face Uno Podcast. And we've got today, we've got the one, the only, one of my favorite human beings, Katie Zuli. What's up? She's back on the podcast. Katie, welcome back. Thank you for having me back. Thanks so much for being here. I feel very special for being the first number two. You are. You are the first number two. <laughs> the only number two at this point in time. Yes. <laughs> that was awesome. That was really impressive. Thank you. It's my so, tobacco noise. <laughs> or purr. Depending uh, on which way you want to swing. You, did you hear that uh, Chewbacca, the like character, the guy who like played Chewbacca, he, like passed away I like, did. a couple months ago? I did. I know. The poor oh. Star Wars cast is fading. Fallen. Yeah, but I mean... Fallen. Wow, how very dark side of you. Well. Ah, puns. <laughs> pew, pew. Hey! <laughs> Man, I love that meme when they start. shoot out the pews and yeah. like, pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. It sounds so, like, puny. <laughs> I'm being punny now. Love it. Um, love it. We've been talking for a while, so everybody that's listening right now, for your information, that is also known as an FYI. Oh! We're having fun this morning. Holy cow. Um, the YouTube channel is hosting the videos. Um, and so you can go check that out. There is a ton of bonus bonus material, especially from this podcast. Right, YouTube? Nice. I felt really cute this morning until you put me on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're great. Look at you. Everybody's going to think so. Hey, comment. I'm wearing in the... an extra large shirt and I'm not an extra large person. What up? <laughs> Comment in the YouTube channel. Uh, comment below if you're checking that out, and give Katie some uh, positive um, affirmation on her looking, uh, her looks today. You she guys needs are it. great. Yep, she do needs it. Because <laughs> that counted as one. Check. Check. <laughs> Just kidding. No, he's been very kind. Um, we've been talking about a few different things. One we're gonna get into a little bit later, but the other you mentioned and. Listen, everybody that's listening, I feel like most people aren't listening for the first time, but there's definitely people that are like, I mean, it's, I track the numbers every day. It's, I'm obsessed with that kind of stuff. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I have no doubt that there's probably new listeners every day or like they start off and listen to the, at least the first little bit. And, uh, you made a good point that maybe I should every podcast kind of explain crazy face, Uno and what this podcast is about and like what the the like idea behind crazy face you know is or yeah a little thing so um the podcast i feel like is a little bit different because i just want it to be free flowing mm-hmm. i want it to kind of i want to bring in people that i know people that are my friends eventually i would love to have like you know more established like people and mix that into the podcast um as far as like maybe a little more popular or like more known people just I think that'd be interesting I love picking apart those the brains of those people that have kind of are grinding and hustling and making it making a name for themselves or whatever um not there yet I'm also in my basement with blankets on the walls uh a conversation I've had with my wife like how do I take this to the next level you know I have blankets on the walls (laughs) like that's not a dungeon yeah yeah it's actually fine it's pretty comfortable it's pretty cool when you're in here like you don't really notice it but it's also in my house like it's just a conscious thing that I have right of there's people like respectable people that I would want to have on 
podcast and to be a respectable person to come into my house, walk down my, you know, dusty, hairy, dog hair I mean, basement that's stairs. It's called a broom. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but it's also not like the most like elaborate, which it doesn't have to be. It but... doesn't have to be. Amy Schumer's book was recorded in her home studio. Really? I didn't mean Amy Schumer. I meant Amy Poehler. <laughs> well, you're but close. still, uh, they both are Amy's. I'm yeah. just saying, like, great things can come out of small spaces. But I guess I say all that because we are adapting, growing, uh, learning, changing, doing things every day. Like, I, I'm constantly thinking about how I can improve and how I can get better. We had a conversation before we even got started on videoing or uh, recording here about how, like, I I realize that sometimes I've listened to all my, my podcasts that I've uh, put up, and I ramble sometimes, and I have these little snidbits that are in my head that aren't necessarily clear to the listener. Mm-hmm. And they make more sense in my head than they do when they come out of my mouth. And I'm also an external processor, so I process thing, things as I talk sometimes, which is great for me, but it's not really the most maybe fantastic thing to listen to. So not that it sounds bad or not that you're not enjoying it, not that people aren't, whatever, but uh, I'm, I'm a self-improver. Like, I want to improve and I want to continue to get better. I also have a few, like perfectionistic qualities to myself that I'm like, mm, why did I say that? You know? Like, right. But uh, what I was more coming from is like, I had a friend who listened to the one I was on yeah. and that was the first time her introduction. And she sure. was like, what is crazy? She was like, wait, what is this? Like, what am I listening to? And yeah. it wasn't until a little bit later that she was like, Oh, I get it. And I was like, yeah. I want the people who are going to come back, you know, like once you're famous and successful and I'm on for the 10th <laughs> millionth time. Yes. No. Um, to come Hope back so. to, like, these early episodes and, like, still understand what you're yeah, all about. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Crazy Face Uno is, uh, the mission statement is, I want to inspire others to do good and make a difference in our local and global community. That uh, is our mission statement. So, if you're listening, uh, go check out our website, crazyfaceuno.com. There's more on there. Uh, you can kind of just all the contents on there. So, you know, I've got a link to the SoundCloud like podcast. You can listen to it through the app. You can listen to it through the website. You can listen to it whatever you want to do with that. You can also go to I uh, the podcast is on Spotify. It's on the podcast app, which is like Google Play's version of podcasts. It's mm-hmm. on uh, the iTunes. It's on uh, Stitcher. It's on Radio something which is also one that i'm going to start promoting because i actually get paid sweet um it's like two cents a listen but whatever it's more than i get paid through any of the other ones so i would love if you guys are interested i will figure that out and i'll post it on the social media things um he also has all the social media follow on insta yeah instagram Facebook, facebook twitter those are the three main ones and then obviously youtube we mentioned that already so I feel like I should tweet more. That's not a, like everyone's like, oh, Twitter this, Twitter that. Twitter's but awesome. It really never, is pretty cool. But uh, and Twitter, so because I don't have the follow, like I don't, I only have like maybe ten followers on Instagram or on Twitter. Uh, Instagram and Facebook are obviously like my two bigger ones that people are like kind of following along with this project and this uh, adventure. But um, Twitter, I feel like, can be where it's not. It doesn't have to be. Um, all right. 
see, this is this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like I just said, <laughs> like words that don't mean anything, but I don't know where I'm going with that, and I want to go back. So anyway, Facebook and Instagram. I'm very cognizant of not overloading you with with content, right? Like I want to mm-hmm. post maybe once, maybe twice a day. Like I don't really want to like just ah, like I don't want to overwhelm you. I want you to kind of like be. You want to be reminded. Yeah, be reminded. Present. Like, be present. But I don't want to overwhelm you. Like, you can check it out on your own. You're going to see it. It's going to come up. Like, whatever. Um, but I feel like Twitter is a little bit different, where you can be more can be more fluid. Like, you can just have a thought. Like, I can have a thought throughout the day and be like, oh, I'm going to go share that on Twitter. Like, here's a way you can hmm. do good. Um, but because it's not something, which I think this is maybe just wrong on my part in some ways, but because it's not uh, the place that I have the most following, it's not something I use a lot Sure. right at the moment, but such is life, figuring it out as I go. Um, but yeah, so Crazy Face Uno is, you know, like I said, it's inspiring others to do good and make a difference. And I wanted to put like local and global in there because I think that, you know, working at, the nonprofit that we did. Here's my plug for Invisible Children. <laughs> One in every podcast, I swear. But we talked about this a lot, you know, like when people would ask us questions when we were on the road, they'd be like, well, what about like the homeless population in uh, like our area? What about the things that are the issues that I care about here? And, and one of our lines and one of the things that we, I mean, honestly, like I, I truly believed it. I truly cared about that is that, yeah, absolutely. Like if that's what you care about, then go take care of that issue, right? Yeah. We're giving you an avenue to, to, this is an issue we care about, right? This is the Central Africa, the LRA, and, and the things that are going on there. That was something that we really were involved in and obviously very much cared about. We mm-hmm. gave up a lot of our time and our, our energy to, to work there and to do that. And um, so, like, yeah, if you don't, if you want to get involved, that's great. If you don't, like, that's okay, too. Like, we weren't, like pushing or pressuring people like right it was more of just break outside your four walls like if you want to steal our fundraising efforts it's not even steal you want to have our fundraising efforts and like more power to you exactly my favorite thing about the fundraising efforts that i have definitely used for other things was like change for change everybody Mm -hmm. has change in their pockets yeah and like it's all about and so yeah the reason i wanted you to re-explain crazy face uno because i feel like it's on that same vein of Mm -hmm. like this is the avenue I'm taking to do good. And even these conversations do good. Like they yeah. could inspire someone to like, I'm thinking about this. I didn't think about it this way. And now I can yeah. like reapply this to other aspects of my life. Exactly. And I think that's what I really want the podcast to be. I don't want it to have, you know, obviously we talk about, uh, we talk about the different things of like, why are, you know, I've had a lot of people on from the school that I work at, mm-hmm. um, worked at. And obviously I want to have those people on, there's an inspiration to why did you get into this field? It's a very unique field. It's a very special thing. And like, that's something I've asked people about and I'm interested in that, but I'm also just, I think it's just interesting to hear different perspectives from other people. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about this a few times on the podcast as well as, um, the more we can talk and the more we can communicate about tough and difficult and complex issues, the more we can understand them, the more we understand each other. If, even if we, if we have differing, um, like views on those things. And I just think it's important to talk about that. Whether we disagree or we agree, it doesn't matter. I don't want to have a fight with you. I just want to have a conversation. I want to be able to talk about it. My brain operates in the way that unfortunately, sometimes (laughs) I see both sides of the spectrum, Mm -hmm. you know, and 
I can find, I want to look at a, a negative thing and I'm be like, okay, well, how can I find the positive out of this? Like, what are the, what are the good things that this, what are they trying to tell me? What are they trying to do? Right. It seems great. Right. Um, and then, and positive things, like how can I pick it apart? How can I dissect it? How can I be like, this is a way that you can do better. It's the simple things. Like I was, I have Roku and we were, Dana and I were using Roku. We we're trying to find, there is a, it's called red table talk. There is a, yeah. With, um, Will Smith wife, his wife. Yes. Jada. Jada. And Will Smith and yeah. his daughter, Willow. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Have you listened to it? I've heard, I'm not going to lie. I got really, I got really sucked into the world. And I listened to the Jordan William, Jordan, whatever one. Okay. But, so the part two, I haven't I've listened to the first one. And she, like, they talk about real things and they're yes. cool people. Dana and I took that 24 minute video that they had, the part two, and we probably stretched that out to at least two hours and like just like we'd pause it and like talk about that if you are in a relationship out there um maybe i'll post it maybe i'll like have a link somewhere in this conversation afterwards because i think it man it is a very real conversation that i think people need to have and i think that they have a really interesting perspective on relationship Um, is this the one about will and Jaden, or is it which one is it? it's will and Jaden, and basically their relationship and kind of explaining a little bit about i mean he addresses like their relationship in the sense that she's kind of started to stand up for herself Mm -hmm. and like push back and like will's ego and like all these different things and cool uh, they just like dissect it and like kind of where they're at now and oh fascinating Right. Like it was legitimately fascinating and just good life lessons and things like I needed to hear. Right. Like it was a slap in the face for me in a couple of places. And I was like, whoa, like I resonate with that a lot. And Mm. I love also this is a whole nother thing, but it's a conversation, I guess, that Dana and I have had. And because we've listened to a few things, like we watched the Robin Williams documentary and um, not that we like completely (laughs) subscribe to exactly what they're saying but like it's an interesting concept to like think about right um this is going down a whole nother rabbit hole than where we were going but (laughs) however i think it's important uh will smith's one of will smith's wives uh she mentioned the thing like yeah he loves women and he like does this thing and he like goes and does but at the end of the day i just want him to come home you know like we're a partner Mm -hmm. we're like a partnership and jada and like will smith talked about that too and of like man like go be happy. I just want you to be happy. And when you were happy, like come back, that's what I want, you know? And like, not saying like, go and do whatever the heck you want, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, there like, has to be respect in the relationship as well. Yeah. It's just an interesting, it's like an interesting concept of like, man, being partners. And, and she mentioned, you know, like just a, I don't know, just a variety of different things. Like it's outside the box, but I'd, I love their perspective and I love the way they talk about it and I love the way they dissect it. I thought it was really interesting. Going back to my original topic, <laughs> Roku, we were on there, we are searching for it on YouTube and I was like, oh, like, this is my classic thing. I'm like, oh, this is annoying. Mm. Like, all I want to do is, like, why is the back arrow up here and the, like, other buttons are, like, the space arrows down here? It's like, it's just a, not a good place to put it. I just dissect things and I like look at things differently and I'm like, that this isn't efficient. <laughs> yeah, I know. Here we That's are funny. rambling, going for it, but we'll be done with that conversation. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, the relationship stuff is super interesting and I mean, yes, it can be the thing about like 
the little, little, little I know about Red Table Talks is like, yeah, they're really open. And so I guess this is coming back to what, so like just before we started recording, I was telling Shane, I saw this, what appeared to be a homeless man, but to be honest, I, I can't tell at this point. There's just this guy standing on the corner of Lexington and he had a big yellow sign that with a smiley face and said smile. And he had a huge sombrero full of like yeah. stuff. Just yeah. stuff. And, like, he made me laugh. And, yeah. unfortunately, I'm not one of those people who carry our own cash ever. Like, yeah. in the technology world, like, my card is connected to my phone. And so why mm-hmm. do I need anything else? Like, I carry yeah. around my ID. Do you have Venmo? <laughs> I, yeah, can I Venmo like you? Yeah, insensitive. You know, but whatever. But, but. No, for sure. So we were just talking about that. And then I started just, exp- like, talking more about how I feel really ignorant. Being mm-hmm. so connected to, like, the nonprofit world, to the social justice world. Yeah. Which we talked a lot about on where I was before. But well, I feel like there's conversations that I'm missing out on because I'm not educated. And then we're also at this point in our world where people are so ready to be upset and so ready to get defensive that I'm sitting here as this young white female being like i just want to be educated yeah so i, I just want to learn more i just want to understand i want to be like... and and it's frustrating times because i'm like who am i supposed to talk to mm-hmm. like how am i supposed to get these answers if you won't talk to me right and so we're i was telling jane again about this woman i saw outside of target holding a sign that said like i've lost my job yeah 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 please help Holding but, a child, you said? I think. Yeah, holding yeah. her daughter. And next to her, literally next to her is a sign that says, we're hiring starting at $13 an hour. Yeah. And I want to know what's the difference between her sitting there and or going inside and being like, hi, can I have an interview? Yeah. And, and, I, and I had mentioned, and I kind of just a little bit, like I have a little understanding of this, but I'm... I'm honestly a little ignorant in, in this topic as well, but it's just so complex. And all these Mm -hmm. issues are so complex. I've had this conversation with, like, just having a conversation and talking uh, with, you know, we talked about it with Timmy uh, Harris on the podcast uh, from, from, you know, um, a while back there. But, um, yeah, it's it's complex. And one of the things I mentioned is, like, I know that sometimes it's like, okay, well, you have a daughter. Mm -hmm. To to look at this specific lady, like, you have a daughter. Anybody out there with kids, you understand how expensive childcare is. You understand how expensive those things are. I know there are government programs for that. I don't understand any of that. I don't know how that works exactly. So, you know, there could be elements of what I'm about to say that aren't completely, like, complete, you know. But um, I'm just kind of spitting out what I know or understand. So when you have daycare, you have to think about. So you get a job. I'm assuming that she's probably on some government program that's allowing her like some sort of a uh, you know unemployment or some sort of like financial um, you know gain from that, whether that's Social Security or whatever that might be. Um, so sometimes it's the fact that well I can get a job, but it means that I can't take care of my child, so I have to find daycare or like I have to find you know someone to watch this person, mm-hmm. my my child, and then the gain is actually less than if I just watched my child and took the money. Yeah. You know, and then if I can get a few spare bucks and I can get a few extra dollars here, then this helps me along the way, you know, and it's just complex. It's not a simple Absolutely. thing. And so those are the things when, you know, it, it's an, the age old, like long conversation about, well, just get a job and just work hard. And I, I, 
I believe that too, right? There is an element of that where I'm like, man, like, are you, how hard are you trying? And that's like the human part of, I think all of us, I think we all kind of had that subconscious thing, even if you're the most like caring, empathetic person for the people that are hurting and, and struggling and going through these different, um, struggles, but it's, it's hard. It's just not that simple. Right. If it was that simple, this is a comment, the, the exact comment I made on Timmy Harris's podcast. If it was that simple, we wouldn't be talking about it. You That's know? true. Like it would just be gone. Like it's a complex thing. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to like have those conversations and just like be vulnerable, be honest, you know, like, mm-hmm. Hey, like this is what I see. Help me understand. Um, right. Which and, is where I'm coming from. Right. Exactly. So like even this like 30 seconds of conversation, you know, makes me be like, okay, like this is how I can look at it differently. And I just feel in our world today, there are so many there's, there's so many things like, um, you know, with pride being recently, mm-hmm. like there's certain conversations, like I have friends on all parts of the spectrum Yep. and like, that's what I believe. I really Same. believe it's a spectrum Yeah. and which is like, makes it so much easier to wrap your mind around so much easier yeah. to like have those conversations. But I also have things that I have questions about mm-hmm. that I know I don't have people in my life to answer them. Yeah. And so if I were to put onto Twitter, like the questions I have, I would yeah. get attacked right but it's not coming out of ignorance it's coming out of i want to be educated i want to know more yeah like it's a hunger a thirst for that knowledge exactly i get really frustrated because there's parts of there's communities throughout all like Mm -hmm. throughout the world that you want to have these conversations with but if no one's willing to have the conversation back how are we supposed to move forward i 100 percent agree i get so frustrated i am right there right next to you in that whole like frustration part and I, I do have a, like, I legitimately have an opinion about everything or I will formulate an opinion about something Which or like everyone, where I'm at, you yeah. know? And I think everybody does too. Um, you know, we talked with Todd, uh, when we kind of highlighted pride month and, you know, we're, we're recording this still within pride month. Well, no, this is, it's this July. is July now. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, but yeah, with pride month being just last month and, uh, yeah, it's just interesting. Like I asked some of the same questions of like with pronouns and some of those things. Like I've really, I've really evolved with my like thought process with the LGBTQ plus community over the last couple of years. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it started off with literally like we're talking about ignorance. Like I just, I just don't understand, you know, like I had trouble with, well, this is just how I'm born. I had trouble with that. You know, it doesn't like, mean you're against it. Just no, I just I don't not, understand it. Yeah, since I'm not personally going through it, like mm-hmm. I I can't I can't think that way. But that doesn't mean right you're against it. Then that's where I think where the draw is, and that's where, sorry, continue. But like I, that's where I'm just like no, like let me in, like let me know. Yeah, and so like that was one of the. It's a question that I keep continue to ask. Like, how do we have these conversation? How do we communicate with one another in these like difficult things? You know. Um, Alex Buckley, he was on and his, he has, his two brothers are on the autism spectrum and they, like that, that conversation that we had, like his mom obviously has these two sons and she was snapped at by someone that also had a, you know, a child with a disability. And when she like was looking at their child and was basically told like, um, like, why are you staring? You know, or like something along those lines. And it's, it's those conversations like that. 
we don't understand where people are coming from. And if we don't have the conversations, then how do we know? But then how do you engage with somebody like that? How, you know, I asked Alex, I was like, well, you know, you've got family. Like I work in special education as well, but I still have trouble when I go out into public and I see, um, you know, someone that is clearly on the autism spectrum or clearly has a, a disability where I'm like, sometimes it's the, like, the person that they're with or their caregiver or the person that um, is, you know, helping them out. Um, feels more uncomfortable than the person maybe that's in that situation, you know, or has the disability. Mm. And it's like, how do I, how do I engage with that person? How do I, you know, yeah, it's simple on paper just to say like, Hey, hi, how are you? You know, but like everybody questions, even coming from that world, like you question the motives, like, right. And like, well, that's not the experience I've had. I haven't had a positive experience or people want to look and people are curious and we want to understand, but like, how do we have these conversations? Right. And I don't have an answer. I think we just have to be, like, gracious and try. And when that doesn't go our way, I think we also have to be gracious and be like, I'm sorry, and apologize and move forward and try it again. That's true. That's true. I guess I think about it as, like, I took this great class in in college, and it was a lot about... Um, it, it had to do with, essentially this class was about the start of racism and why it happened and how mm-hmm. it happened and like how our world has been affected from it. And I'm lucky to say there was like, it was a very diverse class. Granted, there's only 10 people, but within it, like almost no one was the same, exactly the same ethnicity. Yeah. And, you know, we had these conversations and like it came from a safe place. Essentially it was supposed to come from a safe place. But there was still... Quickly turns. There was still stuff... Exactly. There was still stuff within it. And um, on one hand, like, I told... We went around the room, introduced ourselves, and um, I told what my, like, major was and what I wanted to do. And a girl, a different ethnicity than me, um, said, oh, what is that, a wife degree? And I, like, just stared at her like... Yeah. What? And the rest of the class came to my defense. Right. And I was like, these are like the type of things. So like, yeah, I didn't have to apologize for something I believed in. I had a community to back me up to like have the conversation. And by the Mm -hmm. end of the conversation, everyone became on the same page. Right. And like that started off as an angry situation, but it like quickly became a, oh, I see. Like I got it. And she came from like, and like, I actually don't know where she was coming from. Like she kept calling herself an educator and. I was like, if this is how you're going to react about people's passions, like maybe we need to have other conversations, which Mm -hmm. is also super defensive on my end. I'm very aware of it. Yeah. But yeah, to have these. Just an open dialogue. Exactly. And I think that that open dialogue is really important. It's just really difficult to get into. And that's Mm -hmm. what I love about having this platform with the podcast to be able to talk about these things. And I think that that is a way to do good and to make a difference because I think, you know, I mentioned on, on Timmy's podcast, I I keep going back to that one because we had a little bit of a discussion, but, um, that I like, I really, 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 I want to have these talks. I want to be able to like have a conversation about these things. And when we do have a conversation about these things, whether it's race, whether it's women's issues, whether it's, you know, equality just amongst humanity, mm-hmm. whether it's, um, you know, what, what we've talked about today with homelessness and uh, poverty and just in general. Um, 
whatever the conversation is, it's not being so defensive when we are asked questions, right? And everybody questions the motives because I think a lot of these minorities and a lot of the groups that are, have been like marginalized over the time have been attacked. Like it's no, it's, you can't fault them. You can't blame some of these like minorities, the, the like marginalized people in the world for their responses in some ways, right? Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate, but you can't blame them necessarily because you, because there are just shitty human beings in this world. Oh, there for are, sure. Right? For sure. Like there are people that are just, would listen to the conversation that we've had just this 28 minutes into this podcast and be like, what are you talking about? You're an idiot, you know? And like, mm-hmm. they're just set in their ways and they're not going to have this conversation. The same goes for politics. The same goes for, um, you know, like just political figures in general. And man, I, I'm the first to tell you, like, I will condone something that I don't like, but I'm also not going to throw the baby out with bathwater to use a analogy. Like I can't just throw it all out. Um, this is where I talked about in the beginning with my head that go, it, like I'm trying to find the commonality. Like, let's see, like, okay, what are they trying to accomplish? Do I agree with what they're trying to accomplish? Yes or no. Um, like whatever that might be. And I think that each one of the, you know, the extreme sides of things are all important. We have to push issues forward. Right. Um, so black lives matter is important. You have to push the conversation forward. Um, we, you know, the, the women's movement, it's important. We have to push these. These are, it sounds bad to call it an extreme side of things, but there are some extremes within these conversations, right? Absolutely. And at the end of the day, we want things to be like, we want equality. We want, um, we want things to be on an even playing field. We want people to have the ability to no one to be above another person, I think is, is a common thing amongst society and humanity that we want, we want that. And it's easier said than done. And oh, absolutely. It's, a, yeah. it's an ongoing conversation. But I think the more we talk about it, the more we get closer to it. Absolutely. And talking about it is activism in and of itself. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to have these conversations, it's when, you're, when you stop, when you stop being available, willing to have these conversations mm-hmm. is when like the problem will progress. Right. Or when you say, like, you don't understand my plight. You don't understand this, so mm-hmm. we can't have this conversation. It's like, like let me understand. Yeah, like, you're the majority, so you can't you can't engage in this conversation. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree with that. I don't agree with that. I think that it's very important for all of us to communicate and to work together, to find our commonalities, and to celebrate our differences, and to be advocates for one another. And knowledge is power. Understanding where the white man and the white woman with our privileges are coming from understanding where the the race relations conversation whether that's black hispanic asian uh, you know name the the race like whether whatever you're at like understanding what you're going through and the experiences mm-hmm. you have had that's important for us that's that's checking our privilege and understanding um that's understanding the conversation, understanding where they've came from, the experiences that people have had, and um, which allows us, I think, to be gracious and be vulnerable with one another. I get it. If you are, um, if you're a different race than 
white in America than like the white people in America, you've had a very different experience. Absolutely. You've had some really shitty things happen to you. You've mm-hmm. had people say really insensitive, terrible things to you. Why would you not be pissed at me? Right. I get it. But I'm lumped in to that group just like you feel that I'm lumping you into a group. Mm-hmm. And that's the conversation that I really want to have with people. And I really want to understand. And I really I want to check my privilege with that and have those conversations. Okay, right, can I say something a little controversial sure so with that said though like i understand okay like i understand that the white population is on its own level of privilege Mm -hmm. but i also feel like it's a disadvantage to like talk about the lack of um discrimination within minority populations Mm -hmm. so like yeah if you group me into the into the white power that like doesn't want to have these conversations like that's not mm-hmm. fair Patriarchy like it has sorts. to be it has to be that mix mm-hmm. and so it's equally as bad for white pe- for like the white privilege of america to be like this is how they these people view these things but it's also bad for mm-hmm. like different groups to be like these people don't even want to have the conversation right. it's finding those it's the division that we see ourselves in society right now right it's finding the diamonds in the rough that want to actually come together and talk not the ones who are come together and just not ready to listen. There's a huge difference between like having a conversation where you're waiting to respond and when you're actually listening. Mm-hmm. And like I I totally agree that I think the first step is having the white privileged people come up and being like tell me your story, let me listen, and then the second step is being is the white people saying like, okay, this is where I'm coming from. What do you need from me? Yeah. Like, it's just open dialogue. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That doesn't mean, like, I'm necessarily right or wrong, but mm-hmm. I just wish there was more of a... I don't know. Like, this is nice. This is refreshing. And granted, like, yeah, we're coming off a little bit of the same page with a little bit of back same background, but... Absolutely. Well, how do you... It, it It's just hard, because, like, what forum do you have to have the conversation? Mm-hmm. Like, there isn't one that necessarily exists, right? Yeah. We The conversations come up in the media. They come up in these different platforms. But there's not an open platform to for just anyone to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you know, I... I I keep coming back to this analogy and whether it's, I don't know, I don't love it, but it's kind of, you know, with Todd, for instance, Todd uh, Waddington, he talked about coming out as being gay and in the beginning, his mom and his dad, like, weren't necessarily on board. Mm. And it's a common thing amongst the LGBTQ plus community, just being misunderstood. It's the same with race in a sense of like, um, if you know someone of a different if you're friends with someone if you have a close relationship with someone of you know a different sexual orientation or a different race you instantly have more knowledge about them Mm. and you have this like connection well like yeah i have my my friend like this is their experience they've told me this you know and so you can start to like blend those things together and so so maybe in some ways it's that but it's so hard i don't it's not that easy either, if that makes sense, of finding, you know, we, 
we all, I know you and I both have friends from different cultures and different backgrounds, like we kind of mentioned. And, you know, even working with our Ugandan teammates when we were um, on tour, that was an experience that we were almost thrust into. But how would we have ever been in that scenario before? You know, like how would we have ever like really, you have to be very intentional to get into those communities sometimes. It's Mm -hmm. not, we do kind of like, segregate ourselves naturally um based on race and some of those like sexual orientation things and uh those like different groups of people um and it's just based on interest i think sometimes it's not that you're trying to like marginalize the people or at least that's from my perspective like i'm not trying to like marginalize people but i find that you just find the commonalities right like if you if you want to talk sports i don't care what ethnicity you are right like mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's talk sports like let's go sure you know like that's that's me or you just want to talk like clearly i have enough <laughs> to talk about so like Platform. yeah we'll talk and and i don't have a problem like it's not that i'm like i don't go into a group of people and be like where are the white people yeah. That's not no, my yeah. objective, right? And I, I But I think I that that's think like how ever... the media spins things sometimes of like segregating people. Like I never go into that group. It... I find the commonalities. I find those things that are like common mm-hmm. amongst us. And that's unfortunate sometimes. Or like, you know, it just depends on the groups that you find yourself in. And there are different cultural things that, that we all find different. It's just, sure. it's so complex. I don't know. It it's is. Just... I guess, okay, so I thought of this on like very simple very simple level, like if you want to break it down. So I hung out with my grandparents last night mm-hmm. and my grandparents were telling me it was really hard to find a movie for us to watch together because they know I like old films. I'm like one of the only grandkids who will watch old films with them. Yeah. But the thing is, I always want not necessarily a strong female lead, mm-hmm. but one who's not a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And so like, like Dr. Zhivago, it's a classic. I hate it. Because she's a homewrecker. She mm. purposely goes in, breaks up this marriage, and you're yeah. supposed to fall in love with the love of love. And it's like, no. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like, couldn't get past it. And yeah. same with um, Gone with the Wind. Like, I'm named after Katie Scarlett O'Hara, and I can't freaking stand Scarlett. She's okay. awful. Like, yeah. And so, in the point where, like, it comes down to... It comes down to, like... Let me try to refine my analogy of... But, like... My grandparents are having a hard time relating, like finding and relating these films to me mm-hmm. because they think I only want this like one venue of things. Right. And that's not it. I just want real representation. Like I want mm-hmm. I want so like we watched a movie the other the movie they ended up picking out was Maverick that stars Jodie Foster and Mel Gibson. Yeah. And which also twists things because since this movie had premiered, we have found out things about Mel Gibson and Jodie Foster. Sure. But it still comes down to finding the common bond, what brought us together, and, like, expanding mine and their horizons. Like, I think I mm-hmm. have found films that, like, let us have conversations and we've led into, like, their opinion and my opinion. And then I've also brought them into awareness of, like, you can have strong female leads who don't only follow, like these men and so like the common analogy so like the whole point of what i'm trying to say this is that like these conversations are there sometimes you just have to just like sneak your way into them yeah (laughs) right but i i completely agree like i mean there's no that 
But that isn't that what we're talking about. It's yeah. like that's exactly what we're talking about. And we just had you know Women's Week that I kind of highlighted. We had three, four awesome badass women uh, on the podcast, and just mm-hmm. we did highlight. We did talk about a few of those different topics and women's equality and and the women's movement in some ways. And um, I think it it's a conversation that we have to continue to have and it has to continue to evolve, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's just, I mean, when I looking at my grandparents, for instance, and there was my grandma is a saint. I swear she's, she's gone through a lot. She's deals with a lot. She still does. She's still, um, you know, doing that. And I, and I know that my grandfather and hers relationship has been very tough over time, you know. Mm. Um, and from the simple things of when he gets home, food better be on the table mm. growing up, you know. <laughs> I don't agree with it, right? I don't agree with that at all. But when you look at the cultural context of things, it wasn't uncommon. Yeah. doesn't make it right, right? Yeah. But you have to understand the history of it of of the past I think and so which is probably one of the biggest arguments for why history has it is such a integral part of our education system in some ways you know of like understanding where we've came from it's important it is important I because agree. then you can learn from from the past to correct those things and move forward um, and I think it's interesting that you bring that up even with like grandparents is an interesting conversation because Mm -hmm. they all come from different perspectives. Uh, My parents, my grandparents grew up in the Midwest and uh, I mean, rural Indiana, you know, and they have a very different lens in which they view a lot of things in the world. Um, It makes sense when you hear their story, makes sense when you understand where they come from doesn't make it right doesn't make their viewpoints doesn't make their like their thoughts their thought process in those um these conversations right necessarily right but you understand it and you understand maybe their their hook their the 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 trouble they have of moving past some of those conversations and we're we'll be the same i mean technology i i complain about technology all the time right like I feel I feel dumb sometimes. I'm like I can't keep up. Like, no, it's true. And our I mean it's all moving so fast. But I I agree in the fact that like you have to understand our past to like figure out how to move forward. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, yeah, you're having these holes. Like a really simple, like a really simple explanation. Not explanation. A really simple like idea of that is like yeah, look at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. We literally have highways that have created redlining. And that's how you get the ghettos and, like, these poor areas. It's because our government mm-hmm. literally put these things in place. So, of course, like, people are going to be mm-hmm. forced into segregation. It might not necessarily have been the people who purchase these homes' choices. Like, mm-hmm. Betty from down the street would have loved to live in a diverse community, but then they built this highway that, like, did it yeah. on purpose. So, I mean, it's understanding. It's like, okay, like, here's the gap. Right. If I understand this, this is gap. This created it. Then I, how I do can we change it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You can move forward within it. Yeah. I think that's really important. But you can't get 
to change without having a conversation to bring this full circle Mm -hmm. we have to have a conversation and there's going to be people this is one of my biggest fears of this podcast is alienating and and saying something that people are like i don't agree with that i'm not going to listen anymore you know or like i I can't believe he thinks that and there are going to be people that disagree with some of the things we said today but isn't the point is to like open those conversations i hope so i feel like based on knowing you and knowing me it's not that we're not willing to have conversations or like you're saying there's people that saying like (laughs) you didn't think about this it's like yeah maybe i just really didn't know like i really didn't know we've had a very open conversation right now and the bottom line is both you and i both are advocates for all these different groups that we've talked about right but we're speaking from our limited experience Mm -hmm. that like the world outside around us we can't necessarily control exactly so yeah so like let's learn let's let's have the conversations like don't come at me but like yeah. Start a conversation. Yeah. All right. Well, and, and don't shut it down. I, I said this exact same thing to Timmy. You know, I, I hear this. You hear it just throughout society, I guess, um, where people go. Someone tries to do something good or tries to do something that they perceive as a positive thing. And it's not taken that way. And so the attempt to do something good is shut down Mm -hmm. and condemned and like pointed at and yelled at and whatever, like a negative, you know, spin on that. And now this person doesn't want to even venture into that, like even trying anymore. And so then they're now apathetic and they've been, they've been blocked off from even having that conversation. And now they're fearful of even having that conversation ever. Yeah. In general, and I I think that that is bad. I think that is really bad. And I but it's where society is in some ways, like this divisive culture that we have and this divided society. Um, and I guess that's just to completely nail this all the way home is that <laughs> hey, if you disagree with something we've said, then tell us. Yeah, reach out. Reach out. Shoot me a shoot me a message. You've got my email. It's on all my social media stuff. Like shoot me an email. My I have a Google voice number. Give me a call. Let's have a conversation. You can come on the podcast. We'll talk about it. Right. Like I'm I'm very open to having the conversation and critique me. That's fine. But understand that I'm coming from a, a positive place and I'm on your side. Uh, yeah. I'm on your side. I really yeah. am. I'm not I'm not trying to I might be wrong. And I'll I'll own that. I'll I'll admit if I'm wrong, and uh, I'll apologize, and I'm I'll I'll try to make amends, you know, and I'll do my best to correct my wrongs. Um, don't don't beat me up. That's all I'm asking, honestly. Like I, it's honestly a fear of mine. Like I don't want to say something. Like I I have a lot of opinions and I have a lot of things and I want to ask a lot of questions, but it's hard because you know I can say things that aren't accepted and culturally sensitive in some ways but it's it's like the lens I'm looking through and I'm trying to understand and I'm trying to get to the other side so that I can be your biggest advocate and I mm-hmm. want to be your advocate I want to support you I want to support the minority I want to support the the marginalized I want to be that's what that's what crazy face you know is I want to do good I want to make a difference and I think that having a conversation is the best way please don't yell at me please just have a conversation with me it's all from love so it should be, love. like, come received and accepted from love. That's what it should come from. Mm-hmm. 
See, I love talking about this stuff. I do too. It's nice. I just get scared, especially putting it out in public. <laughs> it is. No, absolutely. But I mean, I'm going to toot our home. I feel like if we can have these conversations, there has to be other people who are willing to have these conversations yeah. too. And that's where it starts. Yeah. Reach out to me. Let's yeah. have Let's have a podcast together. Let's talk about it. And you can talk about from a different perspective so that other people can understand. So if you're listening and you want to come on to this podcast and talk about maybe whatever the issue that you think, like reach out to me. Let's, let's have a conversation about it. Let's talk about it. I like that. I'll listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's important. You know, I, I, one of the things, one of the reasons I really, and we, we talked about this before, I, I'm, I really want to balance the people that I have on the podcast. Like I want to, mm-hmm. I want to have strong females and on the podcast. And, um, there's a ton of badass women that I know in my life and you're one of them. Aww, and, thanks. uh, I, I think it's really important to have those conversations. I really do. I think it's really important to, for just for anything you start to be inclusive. You know, yeah. I want, I don't want to, I have, I could have multiple conversations with my guy friends, you know, I could, I have lots of friends and whatever. And, but I have to be intentional and be like, oh yeah, like I, I do need to mix it up. I need to have Mm -hmm. a lady in here every once in a while. Um, I need to have somebody of color of a different race in here every once in a while. And it's a, it's a thing that I'm going to be continue to work on and continue to, to grow and to do like, that's really important to me. Um, so it's something I'm continually learning and continually trying to bring I want to have a diverse group of people in here I don't want to just be the people that agree with me I want to have people that disagree with me but I want to be able to have a conversation and to like have that that's awesome that's super awesome thanks yeah I hope so it's easier said than done sometimes but yeah I'm gonna mix these up we're gonna jump ship all right of this conversation we're gonna take a small break (laughs) yeah we're gonna take a break so Ooh. We'll take a break, but first, you have to answer this question before we okay. take a break. Okay. I'm ready. Ready? Do I pick a color or is it any question? I'm just going to pick one myself. Oh. Since we were talking about ethics, ah. <laughs> we'll go ethics and intellect. Would you rather have to make your living cheating at cards in the Old West or by committing insider trading in present times? Definitely the Old West. Yeah. You could totally get away with it a lot easier. Yeah. But you also, if you get caught, you're dead. I mean, yes, they would literally shoot you. So you either go to jail or would you like to die, potentially? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I feel like insider trading now is like, you could probably mess up more than one person's life. Whereas like in the West, you're only going to mess up your own life. She made it. Exactly. She's back. I guess. Yeah. She's a pretty good example. She made a full recovery. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. I'm pausing. Hey! I know it seemed like we weren't gone that long, but we're back. Oh, little LaCroix. Like we've said before in the uh, pre-stuff, LaCroix. Hashtag sponsor. (laughs) Sponsor us. Us. It's not me, it's him. Well, it's a collective group. All right, my turn? Oh, yeah, back to the would you rather. Your turn. Mm. <laughs> oh no. 
I'm so nervous. There's some, <laughs> the like, first, ones The first that, one I read, but it was just really funny. I actually had to pass on one the other day. Did you listen to Alex's podcast? I, I haven't like, yet. Sorry, I've been bad. No, you're fine. I just... It was uh, very... This uh, is in the pain, fear, discomfort category. Mm, perfect. After a bowel movement while on a date... Mm. <laughs> Wipe your butt with your shirt tail or not wipe at all. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so gross. Could well, either off? one's going to be smelly, so. Probably. I guess I would just not wipe my butt. <laughs> would you rather me, like, okay, if we were on a date. I mean, because then you see it. Would you I rather guess, like, me, like, have poop own. on my shirt or poop <laughs> in my butt area? That's true. Like, probably. Because by the time, like, anything exciting were to happen, you'd probably have another <laughs> opportunity to, like, I would hope. figure it out. There was one would you rather, it was like, would you rather, um, like, run out of toilet paper in public or, like, in, in like, uh, while on a date? Like, would you rather, like, run out of toilet paper, like, in a public restroom or, like, while you're, like, at your date's house, like, in their bathroom? And it's like. Well, I can probably find something within their bathroom, so probably. there's... I'll, I'll figure something out, you know? Mm. <laughs> the options are a little bit more... Yeah, that's true. You have to go through surroundings. Like, yes. what's better? <laughs> yeah. I know. All right, let's do one more. One more each. Okay. I like just randomly picking them in the middle and not pulling off the top. Uh, do you want pain, fear, discomfort, appearance... Embarrassment, food, ingestion, ethics, intellect, or random? Random. Random. Have to kill Winnie the Pooh or Bambi? Oh. Oh, that's awful. Mm -hmm. Well, probably Bambi. She doesn't doesn't have as many, like, intellectual good things to say. Like, Pooh is just someone who, like, makes you feel good and he says funny things. Probably Bambi. And she's a deer. That's a natural part of life. You can't naturally kill a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're up. I'm up. Let's All right. Pull it. Hit me with it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Fear, pain, discomfort. Oh, that's the one you're going for me? Um, embarrassment, food, ethnics, or random. Uh, your choice. I picked the last one. I know, but I don't care. Let's go with appearance. Okay. Mmm... Okay. Have a right pimple on the top of your no- nose, concealed with makeup, be discovered when someone's kiss accidentally pops it. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh. Or have your hairpiece lift off with a sudden rush of wind. So either your date... Hairpiece rush <laughs> off with a sudden gust of wind. That's an easy one. That's so easy. You should just do another one on there for me, because that was too uh, easy. On this one? Okay, because, yeah, because who would want their pimples to pop on another no, person? Yeah. That's terrifying. <laughs> Nobody's doing that. Um, have to perform surgery on your spouse using only text a textbook for instructions, or defend, in this case, her, with no formal training in a trial for murder in which she appears guilty. Ooh. So she murdered someone, and uh, you have to tell them that she doesn't, or you have she to appears like, guilty. It said appears guilty, or you have to perform surgery on her. What kind of surgery though? Like uh, just man. stitches? I don't want to like be responsible. It doesn't matter. I don't want to be responsible for like killing her. That'd That's true. I'd rather be responsible for her going to jail for the rest of her life. So I'm going with that one. I think I would also like be a better lawyer than a surgeon, maybe. 
I feel like that's true because you could get queasy within the process and then freak out yourself. I feel pretty... This is the thing, though. I feel more confident about my ability to perform the surgery. But if I... Confidence is just a ploy to kill my wife. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't want that. Like, I would rather just try to... I'm also enjoyed debating whatever, but... Hmm. That's true. I mean, you could just play off your, like, sly debate of, like, how good it I am I at arguing? Yeah. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather OJ take my chance on off. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, obviously, you paid a few million dollars to his lawyer to have that happen, but I also have these, like, these are, uh, they're called Do It Challenge. Would you rather? They get a little... Uh, Spicy. Spicy is right. I, I haven't pulled any of these out, and I don't think today is going to be the day. Oh, well, that was a big letdown. I know, but I just wanted to be I known. have these, but you can't touch it. Well, here's the, let's just pull the top one. I don't even know what it says. Um, I don't know. You made me nervous. We're not going to do it. Oh. See, but I know you wouldn't do this anyway. So here's, here it is. It says, do it challenge. Goal. You may, capital letters, actually perform one of the, quote, do it challenge challenges listed here to win this challenge. Introductions. One. You may perform the do it challenge listed on this challenge card. Or you may suggest a different do it challenge that you are willing to perform and ask the group for approval. Two, if you actually perform the do it challenge, you win this challenge. Three, if you decline or cannot perform the do it challenge for any reason, including no consent consent from a second participant, then you have failed the challenge. Hmm. So this one is substantially... Suck a friend's toe or create your own. <laughs> right. And I know I you hate I, use, I know I, you hate feet, so I like that's hate, just not even in I your do hate feet, you guys. That's not even in your like and I'm not really looking I wouldn't really be looking forward to you <laughs> sucking up my toe. Why so. I why do I have to do it? You pulled it, you <laughs> No. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> Heck no. Alright, that's a good point. No. Nope. I've got my uh also have my little stress all thing that Got should it. make you stressed feet are disgusting <laughs> <sighs> and his are <sighs> bare for the record yep sandals dropped them down there mm-hmm. i like just to let my feet breathe so katie um let's f- well we can find out more about our gracious host oh yeah you got questions mm-hmm. let's, let's hear it Let's start with something easy. Where did you grow up? Ooh, where did I grow up? I grew up... I did move a lot around quite a bit when I was younger, um, but I was born in Indiana and mostly raised there. So born in Wabash, Indiana, uh, the hospital there. My parents lived in Akron, Indiana, I believe, uh, until I was two. We moved to Buda, Illinois. That's a place? Look that up. Dare you. Yeah, it's so tiny. <laughs> um, so I lived in Butte, Illinois, till I was, like, halfway through my first grade year of school. So, like, December, like, spring, I went to, and we moved to Charleston, Illinois, mm. where I lived from first grade till sixth grade. So I finished sixth grade in Charleston, Illinois, home of uh, Eastern Illinois University, where which is where Tony Romo Went to college. It's a NFL football player. Yeah, yeah, I don't know those people. Yeah, well, 
<laughs> Fun fact for all the rest of you out there. <laughs> um, and then sixth grade, we moved to Sullivan, Indiana, going into my seventh grade year. And I lived in Sullivan, Indiana until I graduated high school. Nice. In which case, I moved to South Bend, Mishawaka, Indiana, and went to college there at Bethel College, formerly Bethel College, currently Bethel University, mm. which is not associated oh, they upgraded. with... Woo! I know. Which is not associated with any of the Minnesota Bethels or any of the other ones in the country, but um, people always ask me that. And <laughs> from there, I graduated college with an adolescent... Um, gosh, I just blinked on my major. Wow. Adolescent studies and youth ministry was my major. Youth ministry. That's know. interesting. Not the direction I ever thought you'd be in. Correct. Not in the direction that I'm headed, uh, which is interesting. Um, I was a major, to be honest. Yeah. Well, liberal arts school, you know, small. Sure. Conservative school. Uh, yeah. I, I So I went into that major. I was originally a nursing major my freshman year. Mm. And based on my, like, academic prowess <laughs> uh, I was going to be not getting into the nursing program uh, for my sophomore year which is what I needed to continue down that path mm-hmm. uh, and so I was either going to be set back a year and continue the nursing program but I had to go through a few hoops to make that happen or I could change my major at that point in time I was actually didn't feel like that was the right choice for me mm. at the time and uh, so I took that summer and I remember, I believe I read a book called The Purpose Driven Life. And it was very inspirational to like figuring out like what I wanted to do actually. Uh, yeah, it was, it was good. It was a really good book at the time. It was maybe what I needed, I guess. And then I was interested in um, counseling and youth. And I mean, that was always kind of my interest when even with nursing, I wanted to, like I remember in middle school, I wanted to be a pediatric oncologist oh. inspired by Robin Williams and Patch Adams, Oh, uh, you know, like just making people laugh and smile in bad situations. And I think that that <laughs> kind of translates into my life now in some ways with Crazy Face Uno and kind of, I love making people laugh and smile or whatever, but. Yeah, so, you know, I I went through, my parents went through a divorce when I was in college, or when I was in high school, uh, rather, and, you know, that that time was obviously tough for me, and like it is for a lot of people, and it's an experience that a lot of youth go through, and I feel like I had the ability to potentially, you know, kind of help people work through some of those things, and that was something I was interested in with counseling. Ultimately, I had to go get my master's or go get a furthering education, and so... Just, I yeah, didn't do a that. A lot. But, yeah, I didn't do that. But I got my, eventually, I actually didn't complete it in the same time frame as my rest of my peers in college. Uh, I took my sweet old time in finishing my last course, my last class that I needed to take. Um, and finally got my paper written and uh, did that part that I needed to do. And I got my degree. But you did it. I did Woo! it. That's all that matters. And I have a degree that I honestly, I, other than like youth and the whole like trend and of my life of wanting to help people and whatever, uh, 
not something I will be participating in or doing anything with, really. That's pretty common. Yeah. Okay. Um, fast question. What is your favorite movie? Favorite movie. Favorite is really hard, but I'll give you top three. Okay. All right. So in order? Or just... Just random top three. They go three. up and down. They could probably go up and down. Uh, I'm going to do top three and then honorable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> top five. Okay. Uh, I think, well, Patch Adams, like I just mentioned, is one of my top three, for sure. One of the most inspirational movies I've seen in my life. I also love For Love of the Game by Kevin Costner. It's a baseball movie. Yeah. I don't know why I love that movie so much. It's kind of slow and my wife hates it, but <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's great. That's love. Uh, she doesn't watch it with me. It's not that much love. <laughs> um, and then, oh, man, I used to say, I haven't watched it in a really long time. Man, there's so many good movies. I know, I know. You're talking to a movie buff. Um, I love, Remember the Titans was one that I really loved. Oh, Remember the Titans. That's a good one. It's great. Uh, Major Pain. Seen that one? Mm. Major Pain is an awesome movie. I think we should look this up. What's it about? You're like, I'm intrigued by this little. Yeah. Stress Lumberjack? Stress Lumberjack. <laughs> Take this off. Um, I'm going to pull this up and I'll play the trailer for Major Pain, maybe, here in a second. Uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days was always a favorite you of mine. You killed our love bird. Yeah. You let it die. You let it die. Really? You're gonna let us die? <laughs> I have to say that's not something I would put on your spectrum. Yeah, I've covered a lot of different genres you with have. that one. That's impressive. Um, what are other movies I really like? I, I really like uh, The Guardian with oh, uh, another Kevin Costner and Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, that one's really good. I like that a lot. I really liked Arrival with a more recent. Film. I haven't seen that one yet. It's really good. Not living at home makes me see less movies, which is very sad. Yeah. Yeah, my family's huge, huge movie yeah. buffs. That's how we connect to each other. And um, now that like that's what we used to do on you know when we had nothing else to do. And now I have, I don't know. Now it's just more expensive, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of true. I. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, because your dad is a part of the... My dad is um, the previous president, but um, continual uh, board member of the Twin Cities Film Festival, which is like, I'm not going to lie, they are up and coming. They are doing some great things. Say it one more time. It's the... The Twin Cities Film Festival. Twin Cities Film Festival. happens in October. Um, it's like, it's, you guys are in the Twin Cities. If you're a big movie buff, I definitely suggest checking it out. They have yeah. everything from, like, small local Minnesota films to, like, blockbusters. Um, I'm trying to think of films that have been premiered, not necessarily world premiered, but premiered at the F- Twin Cities Film Festival and later gone on to win Oscars, but naturally I can't think yeah. of any. But it's really cool. I mean, I think we, I think I saw a video or one of the movies that was on. Oh, that Room time. was there. That's Brie Larson uh, when she was yeah. kidnapped. 
That movie, that room is one of those films. That's well, I like, think I went. Didn't Dana and I go with you and Mike? You saw a room with us? No, not that specific one. But oh. we saw a like movie oh. during the like a couple of years ago. Probably, yeah. You. I think. Yeah, but, yeah it's a yeah. great. It's at the Showplace Icon in West End, Minnesota, Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool that your family is like a part of that and has been a part of that. All right, it so here cool. I've got it up. The major pain movie trailer. We'll describe it to you listeners out there. <laughs> I've not seen this. <laughs> what was he in? He's got his own show. I mean, he's like one of the Wayne, Wayne's brothers. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> I could literally quote this entire thing. <laughs> it's so good. There's like a kid wearing a skirt and the army brats. Yeah. It's. This also just plays to like early 90s trailers. Like, Classic. these kids need this. Yeah. Is he related to Wayne Brady? No, that would be Brady, not Wayne. It's okay. It's not yeah. a dyslexic moment. That's oh, funny. That's so good. I haven't I love seen that. that. That's hilarious. Well, I have it, so if you ever want to borrow it, sure. let me know. We'll just, we'll just film a, a video podcast of our reaction uh, to it, eating popcorn. Watch. So <laughs> oh, commentary. That's I think that would be fun. I don't know how you do that. This is something I'm like I need to learn about and understand a little bit more. Um, it's like the censorship kind of stuff. Like, obviously, like YouTube, you didn't get to see it. I don't even know how much you heard it because it's really soft on here. Like, I, I know it'll come through on the podcast, but I don't know how much you got to even hear the trailer. Bummer. You um, have to listen to it on multiple platforms at the same time. Yeah, I just don't know. Like, so. Like, right now, I don't have any sponsors or any of that. That's something I would love. I think that would be awesome, eventually. Mm-hmm. Right, LaCroix? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to start, like, hashtagging LaCroix on all my, like, podcasts. It's going to happen. Um, but, uh... The official sponsor of... Yeah, Crazy the Facino. Crazy Facino podcast. LaCroix. Drink <laughs> responsibly. It's water. It's funny. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> this week's sponsored by Mango. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, like, so I just don't understand, you know, I've heard, I just don't know how it works. I think as, if we talk over it, it's fine, I think. But like, I know that sponsorships, it like, it, it there's like copyright and stuff. Yeah. And even like us playing this here on there, like, I don't know if that can get us in trouble potentially. 
I just am not quite knowledgeable about that yet. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sorry. To be continued. <laughs> oh, well. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, sure it is too. Anyways, okay. So that's your f- one of your yeah, favorite movies. movies. Yep. Um, what else? What do you want to know? What do I want to know? Hit me with it. When? Mm-hmm. How'd you find out? Well, okay. How'd you find out about Invisible Children? Oh, yeah. Invisible Children. Uh, my freshman year of college, my best friend, Sam, Sam Palumbo. I'm working real hard to get that boy on here, but he... Uh, Some best friend. JK. Hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Sam. I know you. <laughs> hey, you listening, you listening out there, Sam? I want you on here, man. We'll have fun. He's uh, one of the, one, for sure, one of my best friends. And uh, he, I don't remember exactly. I know somebody had told or showed him the show or like the documentary, The Rough Cut. And mm-hmm. he then brought it back to our dorm room. And it was like me and him. And I don't know if it's just me and him and like Tony. Um, I don't know. There's a few different guys. Like he showed it to us and we were all like sold. We're cool. in. And then, so he was like in charge of our club for a long time. And I didn't like jump in and take charge of the club until like junior, senior year when he went to Uganda actually on a mm. study abroad trip. So he was gone for like a good while. And I kind of took over. Me and Tony uh, kind of took over that responsibility and led that. And then the rest is kind of history and jumped into it. We always participated in all the events and stuff that, and had the roadies come to our school and all that jazz so yeah that was how i heard about invisible children nice um okay classic question if you could invite have a dinner party Mm. with dead or alive people who would you pick oh my goodness sakes you can pick here we'll make it you can pick three people so it'd be a group of four um well joe rogan He, like, podcast-wise, he's one of the biggest inspirations. Like, podcast-wise, really makes me think, even if I don't agree with him all the time. Like, man, he's a fascinating guy, and I would love to, like, just listen, pick his brain, I guess. Um, So he'd be one. I think, man, I would love to have... I think Martin Luther King would be fascinating to talk to mm. as well. He's like a very influential person in the world. And um, and then I'm going to go with a woman this time. And I feel like, um, oof, man, there's a lot of different ways you could go with this one. I there think... Man, Michelle Obama would be really interesting. Ah, she's so cool. She, yeah, she's got a lot, a lot to talk about. I mean, just growing, like, being the first lady and the first black president and, like, their life. And, I mean, the Jada and Will Smith would be, that family would be another one. Like, the legitimately, they're now up on the top of my, like. Yeah, they're cool. Couple lists, like, I really respect their them a lot. I don't know. That's a really tough question. What about you? What would you What would you pick? Top three, like people you'd uh, sit down with. Ooh, top three. Um, those are just like the ones that came to my head. I, if I thought about this longer, I'm sure I'd have. I mean, those are great. I would yeah. be sad about sitting down with any of those people. 
Definitely Catherine Hepburn. She's my favorite mm. of all time. She's just the best. She's like, she's just awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's always played strong female characters. She's like this strong person who just kind of lived her life. I mean, she like is one of the few people in old Hollywood who stood up for herself, but then also had an affair and kind of like didn't let people shit on her about it. Mm-hmm. Even though like when you look back at the affair with her and Kevin, um, ooh, what's his name? I forgot. But, like, their only reason that he didn't get divorced from his wife because they thought he was too Catholic for it, blah, blah, blah. But, like, yeah. that was, like, real love. And not that I'm saying you should go have affairs just because you're more in love with someone else. <laughs> like, you should still do the proper thing of breaking up with your person. But, I don't know. They just define the odds. So, anyways, I love her. But, for more than just... And she was a humanitarian. Yeah. Uh, but that also kind of leads me into Audrey Hepburn because she has... Who are not related... But, like, she's only ever known for this, like, glamorous Hollywood. Yeah. But she's a real humanitarian. She did all these things and, like, Like, her UNICEF one picture with her hat and, like, her yeah, cigarette. Yeah, like, that's like that the, Tiffany. Yeah, that's, that's like, the only image you really, like, think of. But she... Or that's the one that comes to mind whenever I think Exactly. Of but she, like, was this huge humanitarian. Yeah. Did so many things for people around the world. You and know who else would be really interesting? Jane Goodall. I was just going to say her. <laughs> yeah. She'd be fascinating. Mm-hmm. Another, like, strong woman that, like... Yeah, and I didn't pick women on purpose. It's just those are the people I think about. No. Well, and, I mean, I didn't... I kind of wanted to pick a diverse group of people because I think that there's... Those people are really fascinating to me. They but, are. Like, Absolutely. Again, kind of to bring things... Sorry, I got, like, the hiccups or something over here. Oh, no. Um, To bring things back to, like being intentional about those things. I mean, honestly, like, who would not want to sit down and, like, listen to Martin Luther King talk and, like, tell his story? Like, he's a fascinating individual. Like, he's going through a lot. Uh, I mean, I'd love to sit down with any president. Almost any president. I think I'd want to sit down with any of them. Like, just, I think it'd be, even if I, like, you know. Ooh, Hamilton. No, I take it back. Lin-Manuel Miranda. That's who I want to yeah. hang out with. He Lincoln, is the jam. Lincoln would be awesome. He's a wrestler. He, like, you know, old mm. school. I lived in Illinois. I toured, like, Lincoln's little state park thing they've got. Mm-hmm. Deal. I don't know. I mean, there's, like, a ton of, like, any president. But, I mean, Michelle Obama's definitely lived a very interesting life. And their story is very interesting and very, like, unique to a lot of people. And. Mm-hmm. The Obamas in general, I think, just to talk to them about their marriage, talk to them about, like, raising kids in the White House, or, like, her responsibilities and, like, her leadership and, like, her role as First Lady. Like, man, she's fascinating. Oh, for sure. I don't, you, you're a big movie, you know, buff person and someone like that. And I, I don't necessarily have those people. Rogan, just influential. Robin Williams would be amazing. I'd love to sit down with Robin Williams and talk to him. My parents Anthony met Bourdain him in an would be one. Of, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Anthony <laughs> Bourdain would be another one that I would be like love to sit down with. It'd be fascinating to sit down with. Um, man, I don't know. There's I. I would love to just sit down with everybody. <laughs> All of them. Yeah, I don't know. Um. So those would be your three? 
think so. Also, like, Ellen DeGeneres oh, would be cool. Oh, gosh. Yeah, of course. Ellen would be so but fun. But also, I'm not going to lie. I would use Ellen for some of the connections. I'd be like, can you get me to talk to this person? Yeah. Or Oprah. Like, Oprah would be fun. Oprah. I don't know. Maybe Oprah, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, I guess I haven't really listened to her, some of her stuff now. But I mean, I just feel like Oprah has become more than who she was. And so I feel like some of her... Really? You think so? I feel like I'm being naive and not, and I'm sure big Oprah fans are going to be like, what the hell, Katie? <laughs> but just like, I feel like when she Katie went away from... Oprah now. <laughs> I feel like when she went away from her talk show, like just being who she was at the time was so influential and she like yeah. got people to talk about things. And after her talk show, I feel like she's just kind of riding the wave, which is fine. She yeah. deserves it. It's like I passion just, projects. Yeah, and granted, I have no idea what she's actually working on. She yeah. could be freaking solving world hunger for all I know. But so yeah. like, I don't know enough about her. But from well, she has the like little her I Oprah, do know, like she has her own podcast. She has her own like stuff like she has that. A magazine, she has, she has a network. Yeah. I know she's doing a lot. I just I think I'd rather talk to the Oprah ten years ago. Sure. Yeah, kind of like the Ellen Oprah today. Too. Like I feel like Ellen mm-hmm. kind of took her place. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, Lynn for sure. Okay. Same vein. Whose talk show would you be on? Mm. They could be old or new hosts. Does like, does Joe Rogan's podcast count? Because it's also a show, like on YouTube and stuff too. Um, since we already kind of know you're going down okay. that vein, let's go with like has to be on TV. I mean, then it's got to be Ellen. I don't know I who else that would be. I, the late night people like they're funny. They're fine. I think no. I I would probably go Noah. Uh, What's his last name? Starts with a J. Yeah, uh, Noah. Yeah, can't Trevor. He, Trevor. Not a T. Not a J. T. Right, right. Uh, Noah Trevor. I, I'd probably he'd probably be my second pick, but I think Ellen would probably be number one for sure. I say James Corden. I feel like he'd be. Oh, so fun. he would be fun too, though. <laughs> like I want to be a part of Carpool Karaoke. Yeah. Like, can I just sit in the trunk? His <laughs> like, his fine. that that show is brilliant. Like, it's so smart. Karaoke car. What is it? Carpool Karaoke. Carpool Karaoke. That's so like that was such a smart. Thing. I love that. Mm-hmm. I also I'm like, do you have things that are like your almost like guilty pleasures of like listening to or watching? For of instance, course. mine are like Facebook videos would be they always come up or like the Americans got like America has talent. <laughs> yes. Yes. And all of those like, they, but they just have the clips of like the good mm-hmm. ones and stuff. Like uh, all the golden buzzers. I freaking love yeah, them. It's okay. They make me cry sometimes. I know all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I cry all the time. They're so good and they've come from nothing. I know. Oh, it's fantastic. I, I even watched one the other day. It was like the ones that made like Simon cry. Yes. So good. Oh, Simon. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, do you know who else would be cool to sit down with? Lauren Michaels, I'm... the creative SNL. Oh, I see. I don't that know would anything be about fascinating. Yeah. Him, Lauren's Him. a boy, male. See, I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah, like, how did you come up with it? How do you mm. pick these people? What do you think when they become bigger than you? Yeah, that's true. Lauren Michaels would be fascinating. That I've been be to an SNL taping. Have you? I have. That's cool. How was, was that? Who was on? Amazing. Um, the host was Seth Rogen and the Rogen. Um, Taylor Swift sat you to me away. Nice. I could have touched her. Not to pull away from this conversation. Did you see the letter that Taylor wrote? Yes. The other day? About just about Scooter? Yeah. Mike I and just I read had that a, last night. Mike and I had a... It, she just posted it like yesterday. Mike and I had a big discussion about it because yeah. we were kind of on opposite sides. Really? I see... 
the business I, side of things I kind of see, but like it's the bullying part of things that I like. I see both. So I want to read it. Can we it's read it? Not, Keep talking. And I'm yeah, find it's it. not necessarily. Okay. So for those who aren't going to do the whole thing. So because only Taylor's is one sided. Essentially, when Taylor was young, she fell into a deal that didn't let her own her own music, which I allude to the Beatles. The Beatles didn't own their own music. And then whoever owns her music decided to sell it, and they sold it to Scooter... Uh, Braun. Braun. He's um, like Ariana Grande's, Demi Lovato's, and Justin Bieber's manager. Yeah. The problem is that Scooter bought it, but no one gave Taylor the opportunity to purchase it. Yeah. So, like, that's the problem. So, Taylor, like... I'm what's Taylor the fact that you deserve to own your own work and I think it's super shady that the person who sold it did it Scott his name's Scott didn't offer Taylor mm-hmm. it but it's also shady that Scooter didn't offer Taylor it either yeah but now Taylor posted this without talking to anyone first and so naturally people are the Taylor fans the Taylor fans of the world are attacking Scooter are essentially bullying Scooter so now Demi Lovato and Justin Bieber are are like coming to Scooter's defense, but mm-hmm. Bieber also posted something about like he it's like Scooter, Connie and, and Bieber all hanging out or FaceTiming together and he said, What up, Taylor? So we like feel yeah. the fire. And she calls it bullying, which there is an element of that for sure. There I, is I, I like, like there's I actually other... I I think it's like little jacked up, that's for sure. I'm not gonna lie, I think Taylor's being a little dramatic. I don't think she should call her fans out know. to like fight her battle. But it's completely wrong that like she doesn't own her own music. Yeah, well, that's let's like read... when Michael Jackson stole the Beatles' music when Paul and oh, see, Ringo are still alive. Yeah, so the Beatles didn't own their music, which Michael... is just an, it's just an interesting business thing, right? But it's Sorry, well, go on. like can... that's that's what happened when like back in the day that wasn't a thing. Creative. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so when the Beatles' music went on sale, that's why it wasn't on Spotify forever, is because the Beatles won't let it. The music was released. Michael Jackson outbid Paul McCartney, which you should have just basically given it to Paul McCartney because he practically wrote everything. Yeah. And it wasn't until Michael Jackson died that some of it came back to Paul. But that's why you see Beatles music on things because the Beatles don't own it, which is so sad to me. Yeah. All right. So here's the letter. It says, for years I asked, pleaded for a chance to own my own work. To own my work. Instead, I was given an opportunity to sign back up to Big Machine Records and earn one album back at a time. One for every new album, like new one I turned in. I walked away because I knew once I signed that contract, Scott Borchetta would sell the label, thereby selling me and my future. I had to make the excruciating choice to leave behind my past. Music I wrote on my bedroom floor and videos I dreamed up and paid for from the money I earned playing in bars, then clubs, then arenas, then stadiums. Some fun facts about today's news. I learned about Scooter Braun's purchase of my master's as it was announced to the world. All I could think about was the incessant manipulative bullying I've received at his hands for years. Like when Kim Kardashian orchestrated an illegally recorded snippet of a phone call to be leaked and then Scooter got his two clients together to bully me online about it. See photo which is what you were just talking about. The Justin Bieber and Kanye yeah. one. Um, or when his client, Kanye West, organized a revenge porn video which strips my body naked. Now Scooter has stripped me of my life's work. 
that I wasn't given an opportunity to buy. Essentially, my musical legacy is about to lie in the hands of someone who tried to dismantle it. This is my worst case scenario. This is what happens when you sign a deal at 15 to someone for whom the team loyalty, the term loyalty is clearly just a constructual concept. And when that man says music has value, in quotes, he means its value is beholden to men who had no part in creating it. When I left my masters in Scott's hands, I made peace with the fact that eventually he would sell them. Never in my worst nightmare did I imagine the buyer would be Scooter. Anytime Scott Bruschetta um, has heard the words Scooter Braun escape my lips, it is when I was either crying or trying not to. He knew what he was doing. They did. They both did. Controlling a woman who didn't want to be associated with them in perpetuity, that means forever. Thankfully, I am now signed to a label that believes I should own anything I create. Thankfully, I left my past in Scott's hands and not my future. And hopefully, young artists or kids with musical dreams will read this and learn about how to better protect themselves in a negotiation. You deserve to own the art you make. I will always be proud of my past work. But for a healthier option, Lover will be out August 23rd. It's Sad new, and grossed out. Her new album. Taylor. I, I don't know. For me, like, I don't think that that's treated properly. I mean, it sounds like she wasn't even given an option to buy it. And I think that that's, that's where, that's where the issue comes into play. Like, if you're going to sell it, well and good, right? It's not like she's lacking in money, and I'm sure yeah, she would have sure sold her left arm in order to like it. to do that. Or if they're trying to run the, the the price up and she didn't want to do that, like then that's the repercussions you get. But to not have the option, I think, is, is sad. I totally agree. I totally agree. That's, yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, maybe it's wrong that she called out social media instead of, like, having conversations with the people involved. But granted, we don't know the difference. We but they wouldn't see... have the conversation with her either. It's right. not that two wrongs make a right, but it's complicated. Right, absolutely. We're reaching our end. Yeah. We're going to end on that one right there. Taylor Swift, we're sorry. We love you. Keep rocking. Keep kicking ass. And for this lady here, Miss Katie Zuli. It's been great. Thanks again for coming. Appreciate you. you. Love you, girl. To all you guys out there, follow CrazyFaceUno.com. Go it. to the Facebook page. Go to Twitter. Go to all those different social media sites. YouTube. We'll be with you in just a second. Do it. Bonus material on YouTube. Check it out. All right. Peace.